reviewing TV shows and films, dishing out sports picks and dimes, providing you a slice of economics with a hidden gem tied in. Become a paid subscriber to Preston Super Show at anchor.fm slash Preston's Super Show slash subscribe. Thanks for listening and God bless. Welcome to Preston Super Show. Talking about WWE Raw results, reactions, and grades as well as WWE NXT from yesterday on February 6, 2024. But first with Raw on February 5th, 2024, kicking off Raw, I'm going right into the matches. If you want to see all the little behind the scenes and all of that, you know, the gimmicky stuff they do, tune into the show. But to talk about the results and the matches and where the actual storylines are going are going to be based off of what's happening in matches, what's going on between the talent. DIY defeats the New Day Imperium and the Creed Brothers in a fatal four-way tag match. My big takeaways here are the end of the match where Thomas Ciampa pushes Johnny Gargano off Giovanni to claim the victory for himself. As if to say he did the work and he wants the glory, great work in the ring at one point when everyone falls down at once was pretty entertaining. I grade that match out as an A. Moving on to the next match where Becky Lynch took on Shayna Baszler. The superplex off of the top ropes didn't seal the deal for Becky Lynch and I thought it was going to be Shayna who won for a second. Then Becky Lynch turned on the Jets and booked her trip to the Elimination Chamber for the first time in her career. I grade that match as an A+. It was a good match. Both women were able to execute their moveset well. And ideally, it was a match that needed to happen. This is what I've been saying about Monday Night Raw. They're building up to the Elimination Chamber, and that's where all of the storylines are going to be heading for the present time. Next up, we had Ivar and Valhalla in a mixed men's and women's tag team match up against Akira Tazawa and Maxine Dupree. And in the mixed men's and women's tag team match, Ivar and Valhalla come out on top fairly easily. Tazawa and Maxine representing the Alpha Academy, but they needed the Alpha Academy's help at ringside last night. Or Monday night, I should say. Valhalla was a bit stiff, but other than that, it was a good match. Ivar off the second rope with the body slam to Tazawa was the icing on the cake. Commentary had a hard time with that one. After Valhalla was done running down Tazawa, they say women fight women and men fight men in the mixed tag team match. Not even a minute later, and Maxine Dupree is splashing off the top rope, breaking up Tazawa and Ivar. I grade that match as a C. The Miz was up against J.D. McDonough. Good work from both men. But I didn't care too much for the match. There were a lot of antics and distractions and that would have been better for the fans. 
this was a match that, you know, if you were there watching, it was great, you know, very memorable. But for being at home, it was a very slow burn. Our truth stole the show. And that allowed The Miz to bounce JD McDonough out of there. I grade that match as a C plus. It was a good work, but it wasn't like a lack of effort. It was the creative direction left me with some questions. Next up, we had the Kabuki Warriors up against Katana Chance and Caden Carter, the former champions, WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. And I'm a big fan of how the women's division is shaping up. Either pair of these women make great champions. If Katana Chance and Caden Carter can retain or recapture, I should say, the belts, that would spice things up. The crowd wasn't feeling this one because they want Katana Chance and Caden Carter to win, but you had the exact opposite playing out. And the performance was good, ending with the insane elbow. It could have been a bit better, but they gave it their best. And when I mean a bit better, I mean that it could have been a little bit quicker. It could have been a little bit faster if I was, you know, in my role as a critic. Okay, that's my critique. But it's, a, it's supposed to be a fair critique and an assessment of what I witnessed and spent my time watching. So I grade that as a B minus and I move on to the main event where Cody Rhodes was up against Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm a big fan of Shinsuke. And I, this is good for me to talk about this match. A bull rope match made famous by Cody Rhodes' dad, his father, Dusty. It actually was a fantastic match. Cody Rhodes got it done in a gritty, bloody mess. Shinsuke is another pro wrestler that was shafted on getting the title a few times as well. Cody Rhodes' story and Shinsuke Nakamura's story have a lot of similarities to them. So it's good booking from my point of view. They have built that heat, and that's why it's a good storyline to follow. WWE creative team here has given them a lot of time to play this out. There's more than just Roman Reigns out there to wrestle with. And Drew McIntyre coming down to brutalize Cody Rhodes was only the beginning of their feud. Okay, if that makes sense to you who's following along out there. I grade that match as an A. Great effort all around. Good show from WWE Raw. Star of the show. Well, wouldn't you know it? It's got to be Cody Rhodes after that match. I think it's fair to say he got the biggest pop too. Now Drew McIntyre comes down there. Brutalizes Cody Rhodes. It kind of steals the thunder. But it was still the pop from Cody Rhodes was still pretty big. I feel like that kind of got him over on the star of Raw. But if you're looking for the heel... And real for the heel has, has definitely has to go to Drew McIntyre. Moving into WWE NXT, where Axiom and Nathan Frazier took on Idris and Ofoy and Malik Blade, who were a tag team that was on the rise. I mean, they were rising up in WWE NXT for, for quite a while over the past couple years. And they didn't really have a big breakthrough. They had the event to break out. 
but uh with a big breakout tournament and everything but though it's it, it was a little bit of uh their growth kind of was stunted a little bit there but now they got a little bit of that mojo back i mean one of them took a pretty ugly bump there at the end so we'll see how that plays out but Idris and Malik both gave uh, a really good performance out there. Axiom is one of my favorites to watch in WWE NXT, but I'm excited that Idris and Malik are getting their chance to shine again. Nathan Frazier and Axiom working together could really mean something down the road up against Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Uh, but I think there's like a potential there for a big match, and I think that's what's coming. It looks like it. Everyone you know in this match though was a high flyer and didn't hesitate to take a bump right no one hesitated so i gotta give that a a, a flat a i grade that out as and um i move on to the next match where a fan favorite here a crowd favorite lexus king defeats riley osborne who had something cooking in this match lexus king is like becoming one of the most popular guys on NXT and Riley Osborne is becoming one of my favorite pro wrestlers in general and Osborne gave King some good chops and they were pretty even through the entire match the acrobatics from Osborne helped sell this match Lexus King pinning Osborne in front of Chase University was the ultimate humiliation Andre Chase is big about not jumping in, not breaking the rules. And it definitely cost Riley Osborne an opportunity to win. So that's what I take away from that match. I graded out as a B plus. Roxanne Perez up against Lola Vice. And Roxanne Perez was on another level when she was up against Lola Vice. The lovely Lola Vice was outmatched, but she won't be going away anytime soon. After Vengeance Day, there had to be some more vengeance that spilled out. Roxanne had her title hopes crushed by the hands of Lola Vice, among others, not to mention Valkyra. But Roxanne gets one back against her adversary here as Lola Vice uses the Buenos Noches kick on Paxley instead of Roxanne Perez because Paxley ran down to interfere, looking to get her own shot. But it was a great match, and I graded out as a B plus. And I think Roxanne Perez is back in the full swing of things. And Lola Vice is coming on strong. Her accuracy has improved. Her timing's better. And I mean accuracy with her kicks, because it's what she chooses to do a lot, is a lot of kicking. So next, we had Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson up against Fallon Henley and Ren Sinclair. And see, it's never easy against the mighty Lash Legend. She is an underappreciated athlete and talent in the WWE. Jakara Jackson is a welcome sight. Ren Sinclair was heating up, and before you knew it, Lash Legend took back control of the match to get the win with the chokeslam and powerbomb combination. I graded out as a B. It was a good work from these women. All four participants should get a trophy. I think who really shined was Ren Sinclair. And I think Lash Legend continues to look very dominant. Then we had the main event. 
Ilja Dragunov up against Dijak in a non-title match, which you gotta understand why it's a, a non-title match. At first, you'll be like, oh, that should be for a title at least, because the main event and what's wrong with the, you know, putting your belt on the line here or defending your championship on NXT. Um, and there's really nothing wrong with it, but it's just, it's not the opportunity, it's the opportunist in this case. You gotta look at Dijak and you gotta say, well, Dijak has had a very good run lately with his hard, his most recently over Joe Gacy with his hardcore match he had. But more importantly, I just think overall Dijak is a, a very good competitor. And I think I Ilya is, and, and Dragunov knows what he's doing in there. So these two really got down to the nitty gritty. And it didn't take him any time to kind of find that, you know, that gel on how they were going to get this match going. And this is a good match because it gave everyone a chance to see Dijak become the main event talent that he is. Dragunov showed his dominance as champion, which is important for his storyline. And you have to respect the run Dragunov is on as champion. He's exciting, he's energetic, he's full of tenacity in his elbows, and his moveset. Dijak was the perfect opponent to use as a measuring stick to see how far along he has come. And Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker maybe eventually gets back into that mix for the WWE NXT Championship before going to the main brand full-time. I don't know how they're going to work that out. But definitely Carmelo Hayes is also looking probably to go to Raw. And that's kind of what I'm taking away from um, this whole saga going on here. But I grade the match out as an A-, you know, between Ilya Dragunov and Dijak. And I think that Carmelo may have an opportunity to get the belt. But I do think that there's an opportunity where he doesn't get the belt and ends up going to the bigger brand. Which it is a big, it is the bigger show, most definitely. But there is an opportunity for him to win that belt this summer, and that may be the time where he wants it. So I don't know because for NXT, their most popular time is the summer. For the WWE, uh, Raw, SmackDown, their most popular time is the spring. Because that's April, May's. You know, you're talking that's WrestleMania territory and storyline you know fall out and so you go from april to may and you're really just focused on wrestlemania what's happened what is going to happen and then what has happened as may rolls through and uh i think this year is really building up to that like quick like as soon as the royal rumble ended they're building for these they have to build up these other pay-per-views because i mean it's part of the story but every one is every one of these is going to be different i feel like so there's a lot of good things coming for the wwe you know i got a great like i said i grade raw uh four out of five stars um give it a letter grade of a an, an a minus and then for nxt i give it a b plus Four out of five stars, though. I mean, I'm not going to discount it that much. But definitely, B+. But there was a lot of good work, a lot to pick from. So it was a very entertaining show. Make sure you're tuning in. 
to WWE Raw, NXT, SmackDown, and also AEW, Dynamite, Rampage, and Collision. Thank you for listening to Preston Super Show, and make sure you're coming here to get the real deal, holy field, the holy grail of sports entertainment. Right here on Preston Super Show, ladies and gentlemen, just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 374KJV. Make sure to check out my new book, Smoke on the Cruise.